Welcome back to the Jerry One Podcast. This is episode number 11. It is actually early in the morning on this Tuesday, September 29th, 2020. You can't really see, but I got my pajamas on. Today's guest wanted to, you know, get up early today and do this podcast. I just woke up, but let's do it. So it's episode 11. Today is Tuesday, September 29th, 2020. You're watching us on Wednesday, September 30th, 2020. We are almost in October now. And um, and I am your host, Nick Felice. And on today's show, we're talking fantasy baseball for the last time. It is over. Johnny Marino beats Paul in this year's shortened season finals. Johnny picks up his first championship in Jerry One Fantasy Sports slash baseball. This is all he played in. First championship in two seasons. Very impressive. He's the third guy to come back after losing the finals to me last year. Well, not to me, but to lose in the finals a year. He's the third owner to lose in a final and then come back and win it the next year. Paul did that in 2013 to 2014 fantasy football. Nate did that in 2017, 2018 to 2018, 2019 fantasy hockey. Congrats to Johnny. He is the first Felice cousin to win a Jerry One championship. You have Jack who's a cousin. Johnny's a cousin. And Kyle's a cousin. Kyle Murphy. And then Justin Kiefer is a cousin's husband who is technically a cousin. He's the first to do it out of those four. So congrats to Johnny. We'll get into all that. Fantasy baseball, fantasy football, Josh and Justin Ty. We'll see how that affects both those teams. Andrew wins again as defending champ. Paul loses again. We'll get into that. And Jaron destroys Matt. Matt didn't make a late push with Pat Mahomes, but Jaron had a huge week first in scoring in fantasy football. And Jaron Johnson is today's guest. My good friend Jaron Johnson is on the show. We're talking to Jaron. He is the 10th guest in Jerry One podcast, Jerry One podcast history. The 10th guest, Jaron Johnson on the show. It's episode 11 of the Jerry One Fantasy Sports Podcast. We're recapping fantasy baseball season and getting you a recap of fantasy football week three and a preview week four. Let's go. Jaron's going to come on in a second, but first, let's talk everything about fantasy baseball in the shortened seven-week regular season, two-week playoff, semifinals, finals, and also a consolation tournament semifinals, finals. That's how it went this year. Like I said in the intro, Johnny Marino beats Paul. Paul was undefeated going into this game. He's the first-ever team in Jerry Fantasy Sports history in 20 seasons to take an undefeated record into the playoffs. He, New England Patriots did Johnny, big New York Giants fan. He New York Giants did. Johnny finishes the season 7-2. Johnny beat Paul 280-258 for four stat recorrections, but not enough to affect the, the, the matchup. But, uh, um, but Johnny wins 280-258 over Paul. It's got to be heartbreaking for Paul. You know, you know he, he loses his undefeated season. He doesn't get a shot. At the, he doesn't get the career Jerry one grand slam. Um, it would have been his first fantasy baseball title, obviously, in his first playoffs. He's now five and four in a Jerry One Fantasy Sports Finals. He's got the most titles with five, and now he's got the most runner-ups with four. I mean, it's it's nice that he's been in nine of his 18 seasons. He's been in the finals, so I mean, that's still that. But it's tough for Paul. It's it's got to be tough to swallow. We're gonna talk to him about fantasy football in a second, or later in the show we'll talk about his team fantasy football because he's only three in that. So it's not been a good couple of days to start this week for Paul and the fantasy Jerry One world. But Johnny, like I said, is the first cousin to do it. Felice cousin to win a Jerry One title. 
Uh, he's the third owner to bounce back. Like I said, Paul and Nate in the football hockey world, they did it. Paul did it in 2013 to 2014 fantasy football. Nate did it 2017, 2018 to 2018, 2019 fantasy hockey. Those are the other two teams. So congratulations to Johnny. You did it. You, you bounced back. It was a redemption year, a great year. But let's see what he does in a full season. He's already proved that he's been to the finals. He did that in 2019 against me in his first year. This is a good Johnny team. This is a good Paul team. I expect both of these guys to be a factor in 2021. But let's talk about the rest of the league before we get out on fantasy baseball for whatever months, you know. But I win the third place game over Sam. The four stack corrections, 264-203. Sam has now lost three straight postseason games in fantasy baseball since that 2018 inaugural title. Jack, he's now lost four straight in general fantasy sports postseason games, so. Sam's got to learn how to turn that around. We will see what Sam does. Still a good year for both of us. Made the playoffs. Sam still never missed the playoffs in general fantasy sports. There's still that. Kurt, hot. It's got to suck for Kurt. You know, he's the Constellation champ. He beat Blake, two, uh, 341 to 243. Before stack corrections, um, you know, this is a Kurt team first to score in regular season. He was the best scoring team in the playoffs, or the postseason, I should say in that Constellation Tournament, but he gets his money back. I expect this Kirk team to be a factor in 2021. This Kirk team has been better. You know, this is a guy that knows what it takes to win now. He knows how to win outside of the regular season, even though it's a Constellation Tournament. Still something for Kirk to prove in 2021. And Blake, you know, he was last in scoring the regular season. The fact that he was even playing the final week has still got to be big for Blake. Um, this is the number one seed in 2019, uh, first year in this league, fantasy baseball. So I expect Blake to be back and Blake's always going to be a factor. I mean, I don't know if he's got, he's got to get over that hump, you know, win that first playoff, playoff game, not postseason like he did against Matt in the semi of his constellation tournament, but Blake's just got to get over that hump. Matt, he still don't know what to think of his team. He knows one thing he does know is, Max Scherzer is probably not going to be on his team next year, which is kind of tough to pass up on next year, but he's just been such a disappointment for Matt this year. And uh, just don't know what to expect of this Matt team going forward. And, yeah, I just don't know what to expect out of this Matt team. Um, we will see. And then the other team that lost the Constellation Tournament, Jack, he's got to think more like 2018 because this is the Jack team that lost in the finals to Sam Shields in the inaugural season. Jack's got to play more consistent. He was good, you know, first five weeks of the season. It's just the last, the last, and he was in the playoff picture, this Jack team. And then just the last three weeks there before he got eliminated in week eight of the first round of the postseason, lost to Kurt in the Constellation semis. This Jack team was looking, thinking playoffs, you know. This was a good Jack team, but he fell all the way to the eighth spot in the standings, which was the fourth seed in the Constellation tournament, the last seed in the Constellation tournament, so. You know, Jack just, he just, he just faded at the end there. Fletch? I'm expecting a big year out of Fletch in year two. I think this is a, he was, he was, he was good for a little bit there. He choked the one week. Uh, so, we will see what Fletch does in year two. Larry, gotta be more consistent. I think all these guys that missed the play, the postseason, Larry, Fletch, Andrew, Josh, they just gotta be more consistent. Uh, that's really all it is. Larry, I, I, when fantasy basketball comes, expect Larry to be a factor. I do expect that. Baseball is going to come for Larry eventually. Andrew, just like Fletch, big year two, you know, these two, they were the newbies this year. And uh, 
didn't make even a consolation tournament, but he'll be back. He'll be back. Andrew will be back. Andrew's focusing on football. Andrew's hot. We'll talk about Andrew's football team in a second here. And then Josh, I just don't know. You know, he, he did end that 11 game losing streak, but fantasy baseball worse in week one against Fletch, but, uh, you know, he ended down another 16 losing streak. This Josh team's been his last place, one and six. You know, I don't, I don't know what to expect with Josh in baseball. I don't know what the history is. He just had the complete opposite of a return season because him and Paul were both skipped last year. They were both in the inaugural season. Paul had a complete opposite of a season that Josh did. So we will see. You know, it's great. I thank, thank you all for playing fantasy baseball this year, third year. Congrats to Johnny on winning. Congrats to Kurt on winning the Constellation Tournament. You know, and congrats to Sam and Paul and Blake and Matt and Jack for having good years, you know. And then thank you everyone else for playing. So that's it for fantasy baseball. Johnny's your champ. Johnny's first title. He's going to try to repeat. Hopefully in a fall season. Hopefully the draft will be in March of 2021. And that's really it for fantasy baseball. Third year. Johnny wins it over Paul. New York Giants did, New England Patriots did, Super Bowl 42, if you don't know. But, uh, my team had a big catch in that game, by the way, yeah. So, and speaking of Giants fans, Jaron Johnson is a Giants fan. Here is that conversation that I've been talking about with Jaron. Here is that conversation with Jaron. Today's guest entered Jerry One back in 2014 into the Football League. He is the 2014 regular season champ, the 2017 regular season runner-up, the 2017 runner-up to Josh Langley. He's a 2014 through the year, 2017 playoff team, four straight years. He also played in the lone season of fantasy college basketball. That is 2017-2018. <laughs> he found his seventh year in Jerry one fantasy football. Still in pursuit of that first championship. Today's guest, my good friend, Jaron Johnson. Jaron, how's it going? What's going on, man? Thanks for having me. It's uh, going to be an interesting, interesting podcast. Um, so where are you coming from right now? Uh, I'm at my parents' house in Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, quarantining still because, you know, COVID, it's kind of wild. But, you know, we're out here. And uh, where do you go? You still go to school, is that correct? Yeah, I'm in my last year at Marquette Law School, you know, trying to become a lawyer, trying to do grown-up things. So we're, uh, you know, baby steps. So we're almost there. Hey, wish the best luck for you. Uh, Thank you. So your fantasy football team is currently 1-2 and two right now. You lost to Justin in week one, last in scoring. You lost to Josh in week two. You were second last in scoring. But then a huge turnaround here in week three. You beat my brother Matt, who was undefeated. You were first in scoring. Um, you've got to remember last year you were the team. You were the second ever team. It was over 500 to miss the playoffs last year. You haven't made the playoffs since your 2017 finals team. What about this 2020 team, Jaron? What are your thoughts so far? Um, I like my team. Um, you know, I like I like what we have at the wide receiver position. Um, running backs kind of a little scary with Joe Mixon. I'm not sure what he's going to be doing because he's kind of – in that limbo spot right now is like not what I thought it was going to be, but I like, I like my guys, you know, we have injuries, you know, Michael Thomas, uh, week one kind of, kind of foiled that win. you know, we came close, but if I think he has normal production, we get a win that week. Um, then the next week we lose by what, two or three to Josh and Paris Campbell and Naeem Hines combined for one point. 
it's crazy. But, you know, I think, I think once MT comes back, um, you know, I think we'll be all right. You know, uh, James Robinson, I'm big on him. I like him a lot. My boy, J Rob, hopefully, hopefully he'll watch, but, um, I'm a big fan of him. I like, I like what he can do. Um, and then maybe, you know, I'm a big trade guy. So always, always, uh, always looking. That, that you are. You are a huge <laughs> trade guy. Uh, how many trades do you send out a year on average, you think? Uh, I don't know if I send out a lot, but I always have some in my head. I'm always thinking, you know, shout out. Actually, I'll be honest. I'm not going to say who it was. But, you know, we had a, had a little conversation in the league, you know, could have had a big trade before this week. But, uh, you know, we kind of we'll said we'll talk about it next week. So, you know, big news could be coming. You know, you never know. Yeah. And uh, so you mentioned Michael Thomas. How long is he out? Uh, they said three to four weeks is the average injury. But uh, hopefully he said he's going to try to come back this week. So hopefully that'll be that'll be the case. Uh, so how you have how you've been handling this Michael Thomas injury? I got great depth in wide receiver, so I'm not too worried about it. You know, Amari Cooper has been big, um, although you're not his biggest fan. Harsh critic over here. Uh, Amari Cooper has been big. Keenan Allen finally came out now that uh, Tyrod's not just holding the ball and Herbert's, you know, throwing it. And uh, I think CeeDee Lamb I played this week, and he, you know, he was, you know, two Cowboys wide receivers. You don't usually do that, but, you know, that Seahawks defense is not the greatest, so I took a risk on that. But you know he produced a little bit, eleven points I think he had. Um, so I don't know. I'm I'm happy with my wide receiver depth. It's just it's just trying to figure out that running back that you know that Joe Mixon's going to be killing me. I think if I keep sitting on it. So you you absolutely dominated in scoring this week. Um, oh, it wasn't even close. Matt Pat Mahomes last night went tremendously off, and you were comfortably safe the whole night. Yeah. And um, is this a team that we? Because you, you struggled the first two weeks. I know Thomas was out, but is this a team that we expect out of you for the rest of the year, or is this is this a big week? You know, is this a good week? No, I think I think this could be a team. I don't know about leading scoring every week, but I think we could be up there competing. Um, you know, like I said, we're what an injury and a fluke game away from being three and zero. You know, I mean, I've I've heard people say, you know, my team's not looking that great, but. Uh, I think my team's pretty good. I think my team could be scary. We're putting up what? What did we say? What was the point total this week? One one sixty six. One sixty six. We're putting up one sixty six with our best player being out. That's scary to me, you know. That was only ten points shy for the highest scoring week forever. And not to mention, I think Joe Mixon only had six points. So I mean, this team could be scary. Yeah, and I, you haven't heard about Matt over here at the police household did give you some compliments about your team. He says your team's a lot better than what your record shows. I appreciate that. And yeah, and um, so this is a uh, Jaron team, you know, that made four straight playoffs entering this league, and um, you know, there's always the talk about who's this third best owner in this fantasy football league. You know, it's Matt and Paul. They've done whatever. Yep. But uh, you know, at a very at one time. This Jaron guy, Jaron Johnson team, was considered the third best owner the way you came into this league. I know Andrews won a championship, you know, had his history years ago. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Justin's got the wins. But, I mean, what, what do, you, do you compare yourself to other owners or you just do what you do? I mean, I just do what I do. I try to be the best I can be, you know, owner-wise. 
try to be, you know, find the great trades, find the white waiver guys. Um, but, you know, shouts to Matt and Paul and then Andy last year. And then, you know, Jeremy, too. He's a solid owner. You know, he's a champion. So all those guys are where I want to get for my team. You know, I'd love to win this league. Um, you know, you know, I think uh, I think Matt and Paul, you know, they're, they got the intel on draft-wise, like draft day. They're always pretty good there. And then Jeremy always kind of finds that gem in the end. I think he, uh, I think he had Lamar Jackson last year. It was like a gem, you know. Yeah, he's awful. Um, but you know, there's a lot of good owners in this. You know, shout out Andy too, my man, winning the, winning the championship last year. You know, after having struggling for a while, was he had like the lowest amount of, uh, or the highest amount of last place finishes. Just shows what what you can do to turn around. Yep. So yeah. shout out to him. And then, uh, you know, I think Justin's a good owner, but, uh, you know, he hasn't really won anything like myself. So we're kind of same level. So, I mean, he has beat me in the playoffs, but, you know, it'll happen. He, he didn't win anything, so I'm not too too scared about that. So Yeah, and so Justin, which a lot of people already know, is your Jerry one rival. <laughs> <laughs> You've actually lost five straight versus Justin. That's not even counting the playoff game. He's, he's had the upper hand on you in this league. Is this still a rivalry, though? Uh, I don't think I ever saw it as a rivalry. I just thought it was, uh, you know, two guys with two strong personalities when it comes to fantasy football, just duking it out. You know, when he says blue, I say red. When he says red, I say blue. So, I don't know. Um, I think it's a rivalry, you know, kind of. You know, sometimes you got to let the little bro win a couple. You know, I, I got the early jump. So, you know, it's like Michigan, Michigan State, you know, let the little bro, you know, catch up a little for, for a few years. So. so, Russell Wilson has been leading your team this season. I mean, oh, as, yeah. As a quarterback should. Uh, he, he was actually, there was some people that went off last week, but he had four, 36 points, which was fourth best. And um, what are your thoughts on Wilson so far? That man's the MVP. I mean, he's. I mean, I know it's been three weeks, but he's he's doing it all. You know, he'd be able to throw. He should have had what five five or six touchdowns yesterday if DK Metcalf didn't, or Sunday if DK Metcalf didn't just uh, pull a old Deshaun Jackson or Leon Lett. Um, but you know, uh, Russ is playing out of his mind. I'm happy to have him. You know, I've I've never really had a great quarterback. I think in fantasy, you know, I think my best one's been like Aaron Rodgers or something. Last year was a fluke with Baker Mayfield. That was all Baker. And so I was like, ah, I think I'll spend up for quarterback this year. And I got Russ right in the right spot, and he's paying dividends. So, like, I mean, last week he single-handedly kept me in the in the running to at least be competitive against Josh. So, I mean, that man's unreal. I still think it's Patty Mahomes is the best quarterback. I mean, he showed it last night. But uh, overall, fantasy-wise, I think Russ can, can give him a run. And a guy you also had on your team before, you didn't have him the whole season, is Travis <laughs> My <laughs> guy. If people don't know. Kill it, Trav. 2017, Josh and Jared went to the finals against each other. Josh was probably missing one spot on his team, and that was yeah. tight end. But Jared needed running backs bad that year. And he traded away Travis Kelsey for Devontae Freeman. To load up Josh's team, which was already a pretty good, really good team, one of the best. And that team was unstoppable, anyway, man. Yeah, Todd Gurley and Kamara, that team was wild, and it was it was unstoppable. And uh, and this guy gave him Travis Kelsey. <laughs> All right, let me let me say something on that. That 
that was the year I had, I think it was Gronk and Kelsey. I doubled up on tight ends because no one was picking Gronk for some reason. Or maybe it was Kelsey, I don't know. But I doubled up, so I was like, I had no running backs that year, so I had to do something. And my man Josh, he's always down to hear a trade. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he, uh, you know, we, we did that, and obviously I don't think it would have made a difference, you know, because Gurley was, that was when Gurley was his peak monster. He single-handedly, him and Kamara single-handedly won the league for him, I think. That was that Kamara pickup early on for him was huge, but yeah, that that was a trade we don't we don't talk about here for uh, Joe Buck yourselves. Yeah, yeah, because you lost to Josh in the finals that year, but uh, you have Travis Kelsey back. My I guy, twenty twenty team, he had a pretty good night last night. Um, we fought the Kelsey. I mean, he's his volume is unreal. I mean, he's always going to be getting you what fifteen. Probably that 12 to 15 range is like a given. That's like his uh, basement. So, I mean, he's like another wide receiver out there. I mean, the tight end so hard, especially this year. I think the tight ends are so – I mean, there's there's decent tight ends. But when you have like Kelsey and Kittle, those guys, I think like you, you got to hold on to them. So, hopefully I'm not going to make a bonehead trade this year for him. My, my guys stay uh, – I don't know. He's, he's unreal too. I, I think he's uh, – I think he's my gem on my team if I can keep him glam yeah. roll. Now we've talked about this. Uh, James Robinson had a big night last Thursday. My guy. Uh, you've mentioned a little bit, you know, Mixon hasn't really got it going, but can definitely get it going. Um, just expand on how you feel about your running back game going forward. I love my boy J-Rob. Like I said, I hope he watches this because that's my guy. Yeah, uh, he <laughs> uh, J-Rob's my guy. He, uh, you know, I want to – Shout out to Kurt Ireland, you know, because he was talking talking crap about my boy J Rob, saying he's a he's garbage, he's not that great, and you know he just what's he do? Come out Thursday and drop a thirty bomb, you know, you know you got to start from somewhere, you know these guys. I know he's an undrafted guy. He uh, got to start somewhere. He's just not going to come out and be swinging twenty points, thirty points every week, but you know he's playing good. But Joe Mixon, that like I said earlier, he's a uh, he's a wild card. Um, that offensive line is horrible. I feel bad for Joey Burrow. My man's running for his life every snap. And then I don't really know what the coach is doing over here with trying to get him out, trying to get Mixon on the outside. That's not his game, I don't think. Um, but, you know, like I said, he's a wild card. We'll see what happens. In the worst-case scenario, you know, I got, like I said before, I got some wide receiver depth. So maybe Amari Cooper, maybe Keenan Allen, go go in the market, go see what's good, and uh, try to improve the running back that way. Yeah, and um... – so this is the first time we've ever been PPR in Jerry One Fantasy Football history. Tenth year of the league, first time. What are your thoughts on it three weeks in? Love it. I love it. I think it's the perfect thing that we did, you know. I mean, the standard league was, was different, definitely. But I love the high scoring. I love being able to, you know, look at, get a chance to get 100 each week. I think it's a lot more fun. And just being able to stay in games a little more competitive, yeah. you know, I think – I think that's the the golden move we made so far. You know, hopefully, I like to see us expand and you know to a twelve team two with PPR. I think would be dope. But I love the PPR so far. I think I think that was a was a great addition. You like the one point per reception? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, that more other leagues I've done for you know fun. I've had that, and uh, it's always fun to do. I mean, especially when you got. I think now with the covid and not having any fans you having guys just go off like slinging the ball you know just throwing it more just higher points i just 
think it's fun for all of us, you know, fantasy wise, getting higher games. Yep. So you started this season 0 and 2. Paul surprisingly started 0 and 2, who's now 0 and 3. So we don't know what's going on with Paul, but you were 0 and 2. Ten man league, seven or third year of the ten man or fourth year, fourth year of the ten man league this year. But in the three previous years, an 0 and 2 team has never made the playoffs in a ten man league. What would it take for this Jaron Johnson team to make history, become the first 0-2 team to make the playoffs? Um, I don't think it'd take too much. I just think, you know, if my wide receivers keep producing and if J- my boy J-Rob just keeps doing what he's doing and if Mixon wakes up, I think we could we could do that pretty easily. I'm pretty confident in my team, you know, especially with Russ out there. My man's killing it like we talked about and, you know, I think if my guys, some of the guys that I need to step up, step up, I think we could do it. I don't, I don't really look at anyone and see a super team, but I see a lot of good teams. So I, I think, I think we got a solid chance. Uh, any, uh, so Josh is two zero and one out in front of the standings right now. Who, who is the biggest threat in your mind? Um, I don't know. Uh, like I said, I think there's a lot of good teams. Um, I think this is one of the more balanced years we've had because I know. Looking at Paul's team, I mean, he's 0-3, but he's got some good pieces. I mean, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Jonathan Taylor, just a solid. You know, a lot of people give him great for that, but that turned out to be a hell of a pick. Yeah. Um, I think Paul's got a good team to be 0-3, kind of just the way way of the road for him points-wise. Um, and then, you know, I think, I think Josh has got an all right team. You know, I think he's – but I think he's lacking with the wide receivers. You know, I think Chark's his best guy. So, yeah, I mean, he's hurt too. So, but he's got the dynamic duo with the running backs. Um, he's got two two good running backs. Uh, and then Jeremy, I think, had the number one pick. So he had McCaffrey. I know McCaffrey's hurt, but, you know, Jeremy also has a decent team. Uh, and then I think Matt's got a good team too. Uh, it was unfortunate. I had to, you know, just destroy him this week with a – 166 bomb, but he he put up. I mean, I think he, he deserved that. Else. He deserves. <laughs> I know you beat you beat him at the end of last season, but the three meetings before that, he had beaten you by 199 points combined. Yeah, it was a rough go. I mean, he's a good owner, and you know, yeah, I mean, I think he plays anyone else in the league, he's still undefeated. I think, right, or maybe a couple people, yeah. but majority of the league, he's still undefeated. So. I think that just shows, like, our balance in the league. Like I said, I don't think there's really a super team. Yeah. Like, you know, years past, you could look at that team and be like, that team's stacked. There's, like, Josh's team when he had Gurley and Kamara. Like, that was a year where, like, and there's no one beating that team. Or Paul, I think, what was it? Paul, one of my first years in the league, had, like, Lev Bell and just a stacked team. Yeah. Like, that was a team you looked at, and he ended up winning. So that was a team you look at, and, like, that's a stacked team. Um, so, like I said, I think with a lot of good teams, no super team, and I think there's a lot of good balance in the league this year. So, it's almost like getting the top four and who's ever the hottest team at the end is going to win this thing. I think, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that's the, the way to look at it. As long as you can sneak in that playoff, I think you got a shot. And one team you did not mention was uh, my team. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that is who you play week or I am also two and one. You know, Derek Henry, Nick Chubb, be a little yeah. both of this. Yeah, you got but, it. But uh, anything, uh, any me off to the side. But uh, what? How are you handling? How, what is the what is the mindset going into this week for you? 
Uh, hopefully we get Michael Thomas back because, you know, get him back. That, that'd be good because, I know, looking at the Saints, uh, besides Alvin Kamara, they look like a disaster. I mean, Drew Brees don't look like he can throw the ball more than 20 yards. Uh, so if we can get Michael Thomas back and, you know, him bring that production back, I think they will be a good game this week. I know, I know you got some backs. You got Derrick Henry. You got Nick Chubb. Some decent backs. I don't know who your wide receivers are. Who's your wide receiver? I think you got, like, Diggs and then who else? Oh, fucking blank on my team. <laughs> um, and who? I'm blanking on my team. Oh, Kenny Galladay just got back and Juju. Oh, yeah. Ju- my man, Juju. I love Juju. That's my guy. Um... Yeah, Kenny Galladay, he's a stud. I mean, especially when you got Matt Stafford chucking the ball every 50 times a game. I think, uh, you know, I think you got a good team. I think it'd be a good matchup. Mozart on the IR, too. Don't forget about it. And Elshon Jeffrey is on the IR as well. I'm not worried about Elshon Jeffrey. I'm not really worried about anyone on the Eagles. I mean, mean, Carson Wentz just looking like a, looking like a yikes. Not my, not that my team's looking any better than yeah. Giants are looking like yikes too. Yeah. Take that Monty Tumor jersey down. I need to go back to the good old days when we actually had an offensive line, but now it's it's run for our lives. Can't even run the ball for more than twenty yards. Yeah. So this Jaron team, what 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 would? How would you feel though? What what happens if you fall one and three? Uh I think a trade's imminent if I fall one and three. I gotta make a move for, I think, I think if I fall one and three, the sole reason is gonna be Joe Mixon. You know, I think he's, he's gotta get going. Um, so if I fall one and three, I'm gonna be, you know, dangling one of my nice wide receivers for a running back. Hopefully get some good return. And, uh, then I think, I think we could be good, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Absolutely. And, uh, every, every guest that comes on this show, Plays my game. <laughs> How well do you know your Jerry One fantasy sports teams? Five questions from easier to harder. 10 points, 20 points, 30 points, 40 points, 50 points. The most points you can win is 150 points. Uh, all right. Are you ready to play? All right, yeah, I'm ready. But before we start, yes. have you has Kurt been a guest on the show? Yes. What was his point outage? What was it? What was his points? Don't uh, rip on him, but I. Uh, That's all I care about. That's I don't I know if he's tied, but he's definitely last in scoring. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I gotta beat. That's all I gotta beat. That's all. Crack I'm the top about. five. You need to get seventy points. The top score is one hundred points. Who who did that? Oh uh, my my college friends Blake and Nate got a hundred. A hundred. But all if right. you get over seventy, you you uh, knock Justin outside the top five. I think we can do that. I think we can do that. All right, all right. So it gets easier and harder. Let's go. For 10 points, yes or no, have you been to a football finals, fantasy football finals? Yeah, at 2017, lost to the the Josh Langley team. That is correct. You're up to 10 (laughs) points. Good start. Here we go. That's a tough one. There we go. Okay, now you get tougher. For 20 points. You had the first overall pick in the 2015 fantasy football draft. Who Ooh. did you select? 2015. 2015. Oh, that's taking it back. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna throw out a name. Uh, 2015. So what's that? Five years ago? Okay. Dang. Um, 
I don't know. AP? <laughs> that is correct. Oh. Peterson. Oh. running back. Yeah, Matt took him the year before in 2014. You took him in 2015. He's the only guy because <sighs> he's doing online draft who was selected twice as the first overall pick. I think that's going to change next year. You finished 7-5 that year and lost to Paul in the semifinals. Yeah, that was the year he had Lev Bell. I do remember that. That was that was the that was the bone crusher. And uh, okay, 30 point question. You're up to 30 points. Let's double your points right now. Let's keep that perfect score going. You're not going to like this question, but I'm going to tell it to you anyway. (laughs) For 30 points, fantasy, college, basketball, how many wins did you have? It was a 15-week regular season. You didn't make the playoffs, only 15 weeks. How many wins did you have? I think I had like one or two. Um, I'm going to go with two just to give myself a little little love. That is incorrect. You had four. Oh, four. Okay. Four and 11. All right, moving on. <laughs> that was the worst fantasy site in the history of fantasy sites. Antrax.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 40 points. This gets you up to 70 points. Um, How much money do you currently have in fantasy football, counting the $100 you just put in for this season? How much money? It could be positives. It could be negatives. How it's much, definitely negative. How much money do you have in fantasy football? I think I looked at it the other day. Um, let's see. I think it was like, is it negative 200? That is correct. Negative oh, 200. Yeah. How about that stamina dart? dark? <laughs> yeah, I, knew it was, I knew it was around there. I thought it was 200 or 250 or something like that. So you put in $300 in the seven years, but you won $100 in 2017 as a runner-up. So negative 200. Uh, I hate to see it. Got to get that a little more higher positive. Hey, you win this league. That's $600. That's up to plus 400. Uh, we do have a bigger pot, so I we'll think see. Would, would definitely make you the richest guy in Jerry Warren history. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 50 points for the top score. 120 points on the line. Let's see if you know this. For 50 points, what is your overall record against Justin Hilla in fantasy football, regular season, and playoffs? Uh, so I'm 0-1, and I've lost five straight. I know that. Yeah. Um, Tough question. So how many years have you been playing? So since 14? Six completed seasons, seven um, started. So I'm I'm definitely negative because of that playoffs. Um, uh, I swear I'd listen to it when you you told me you sent me that podcast with him on. What was it? Uh, was it six and seven, something like that? Unbelievable! Oh, he got it. Oh, let's go. I knew I listened to that last night just to get prepared, you know. Got a scout. What to think anymore. You're the top guy, 120 points, 6 and 7, 6 and 6 in the regular season, 0 and 1 in the playoffs. I knew cuz you know what? I did my scouting last night. I watched those those uh Jerry ones. Uh Jeremy and Justin the last two weeks I watched it to prep. And 
So you just knocked Justin out of the top five with a question about Justin. There's no robbery. The robbery is back on. Big brother. 120, top score. How about that? Okay, before I get you out of here, Jaron, this is your seventh season fantasy football. I guess eighth season if you count college basketball. But. <laughs> we don't talk about that. That dark days. Uh, um, you haven't won a championship. What would it mean to finally win a championship for you? Um, that'd be awesome. Have trophies yet, though. Yeah, we'll get some. I mean, if we get some trophies, like, like that nice trophy behind you, if we get one of those trophies, um, that'd be nice. I'd like, uh, you know what I'd like? We have a title belt would be dope. Yeah. Um, Things would be cool. Yeah, but if we can win, that'd be awesome. I think that'd be, you know, that'd be pretty bittersweet, you know. Um, I think this year we could have a chance at it. Like I said, as long as we get to the playoffs, I think we got a decent enough team to get it done. But, uh, you know, if we want to go back to rivalries, then, you know, as long as I win before Justin, I think that's, is that the, is that the rivalry mentality? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that, that'd be nice. But, you know, uh, I'm not really worried about his team too much this year. I think he even said he's not really worried about, or he's a little worried about it. Um, but, you know, anyone, if I can be anyone in this league that, to win, that'd be nice. You know, like I said, a lot of good owners out there. So if we can get a dub, I'll take it. And people like us are going extinct. There's only four of us left without a championship. You, me, Justin, and Fletch. Shout out to my man Fletch. He's a businessman. I love, you know, whenever he gets down to business, when it comes to trade or whatever it is, I'm in mean, down to business. I respect it. And he's also a good start, 2-1. Uh, he's got a good team. Well, Jaron, I wish the – I don't know how much I w- luck I wish you in week four, but I wish you the best of luck for you down the road here in 2020, fantasy football. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Jaron. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. It was fun. I want to thank Jaron for coming on. It was good to talk and good to catch up with him. Good week for Jaron in week three against Matt. We'll see how he does in week four against me. But I'll be rooting for me, but – I wish the best of luck for Jaron down the rest of the road, though. But let's talk about fantasy football. You know, it was week three last week. If you see the standings, Josh and Justin tied. And that keeps Josh undefeated. I thought we were going to – we lost Paul on Sunday. Baseball is an undefeated team. I thought it was going to be the 21st straight season that we'd lose an undefeated team here in the football season because it's never been done. And here's Josh, 2 on one top of the standings. So, like I said, Josh and, jo- and Justin tied. But here's the stat. It's the first tie in nearly a six years to the date. It was 2014. Me and Paul tied in week four of that season. And it was Monday, September 29th. I am recording this on Tuesday, September 29th, so, but it happened on September 28th, Monday, yesterday. So nearly six years to the date was the last time Jerry won fantasy football. So that's crazy. And there's only been six tied teams, all original six members. This is the first time, this is the second time Justice tied in the Jerry won fantasy football. It was the first time a non-original six member tied Jerry won fantasy football. That's Josh. Before those six tied teams made the finals, and it was the 2011 Matt and Pat team that tied the very first ever week 
injury won fantasy sports history in week one of fantasy football, the inaugural 2011 season. They tied. Well, both of them went to the finals, and me and Paul in the 2014 season, the last time we tied, we both went to the finals. So, and there was the other tie with Justin Andrew in 2013. Justin made the playoffs, but lost to Matt in the semifinals. Andrew finished the second to last that year, fifth place, because Pat was 111. But that's your tie history for you. So Justin, Justin is 1-1-1. Josh is 2-0-1 after week three. Um, and then, of course, Jaron hangs on against Matt. Jaron put up a great week, but he hung on against Matt because Matt's Patrick Mahomes did go off. But Kelsey played pretty well for Jaron. Jaron gets his first one of the season. Top scoring team. And Matt played very well, but not enough to win. Uh, another game that happened in week three, Andrew beat Pat. Andrew with a top three scoring week. Uh, and Pat with an unlucky week. Pat played well without Saquon. Tyler Lockett. How about Tyler Lockett's game against the Cowboys? But Andrew gets the 2 and 1. Pat falls to 1 and 2. What's up with the Russos? What's up with them? Another Russo that lost, Paul owned 3. And then, of course, I went to 2 and 1. And what's up with this Paul team? You know, he's owned 3. And, you know, he's just, he's played well. He had an unlucky week in week 2. Played pretty well here in week three. Made a push with his Kansas City players last night and Justin Tucker. And Clyde Edwards Hilaire and Tyreek Hill and Justin Tucker, the Falls team. They made a push on me. Mark Andrews had five points. It really, you know, padded that win for me. I hung on. I got the two and one. Let's go Kamara. Elvin Kamara's been going off for him. He gets the win over Jeremy. Tough to watch for Jeremy's team. But, but this Fletch team's very good. This is a very good Fletch team. Uh, Fletch was top three in scoring this week. Um, this is a good Fletch team. I, I like him. Um, Julio didn't play, but uh, PPRs. This is a good Fletch team for a PPR league. Elvin Kamara, maybe MVP. And just a side note, Josh and Justin, they tied, and they were both last in scoring this week. So both of them are out with the tie this week, but they got to prove on the scoring going into week four. Speaking of week four, Jaron, one and two versus me, two and one. We've mentioned that. Uh, like Jaron said, you don't want to fall to one and three. Josh, two oh, and one. Last undefeated team. They got Pat one and two. You like to think Pat has to win this week, especially with the top team. Josh could get a, uh, that would be a uh, two and a half game lead on Pat. So you got to, Pat's got to go out and win. Jaron's got to go out and win. And Justin, 1-1-1, one, one, and one, taking on Matt, 2-1. Matt could, you know, it's one win here for Justin this week, and he could pass Matt in the standings. So you can't, you're upset with Justin because Lamar Jackson absolutely choked against Justin, uh, for Justin's team against Josh. Justin's Lamar Jackson just needed 14 points. He got 13 for the tie. Tough for Justin against Josh, but he can beat Matt this week. He's 2-1-1, one, and one. Matt's 2-2. Two and two. You're ahead of Matt in the standings. And, you know, after this, it's it's the one-third mark of the regular season. So, could be a big week for Justin. Fletch 2-1. Let's see if he can prove something against Paul. He's never beaten Paul in fantasy football. And he's never beaten Paul in any of Jerry 1 fantasy sports. He's 0-6 against Paul all-time in Jerry 1 fantasy sports. 
And he's 0-3 against Paul all-time in fantasy football. So we'll see what Fletch does. It could be a huge week for Fletch. A loss for Paul could doom his season. So, And then Andrew, defending champ, we'll finally talk about him. 2-1, taking on Jeremy, 1-2. You can't fall to 1-3. It be tough for Jeremy because he played so well in week two against me. But Andrew's defending champ. Andrew's just a sexy team, man, you know. I like Andrew, man. I I I, uh, I think this team can, has got a shot at repeating. So, off to a good start. And that's week four. That's the recap of week three. That's the preview week four of Jerry One Fantasy Football. And I want to thank Jaron for coming on today's podcast. Tenth ever guest. Uh, I still got at least ten more guests that I want to get on here. So, we will see what happens. I don't know who's next on the show. I never know. But thanks for stopping in Tuesday morning here right now. So, yeah, I'm tired. But I, I, the show must go on. And congratulations to Johnny on winning fantasy baseball. First ever championship. Enjoy that beer money, Johnny. And we'll see you in March for 2021's draft and the fourth season of Jeremy Fantasy Baseball. And, yeah, that's episode 11. Thank you, Jared, for coming on today's show. Congrats to Johnny on winning the Jerry One Fantasy Baseball League this season. And good luck to everyone in week four in fantasy football. And I've been Nick Lee. Set your lineup, and we will see you next time on the Jerry One Podcast.